Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now, here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 76, Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. We have a great show for you today. Baseball author Howard Bryant stops by. He has a new book about Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson. Can't wait to dig into that with him. Plus, pocket protector and betting on the bases. Let's go. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. San Francisco Giants manager Gabe Kapler shook up Major League Baseball when after the terrible shooting in Texas at a school was disgusted on where this country is with the use of assault rifles and the accessibility of them 
And Gabe Kapler decided he was going to take a stand on this. Take a listen. I don't plan on coming out for, for the anthem going forward until I feel like um, I, I feel better about the direction of our country. So that, that'll be the step. I don't, I don't expect it to, to move the needle necessarily. It's just something that um, I feel strongly enough about to, to take that step. Agree or disagree with Gabe Kapler? People have the right to do either. But I agree with Gabe Kapler, and I agree with his right to protest. That's what this country is all about. It is about protest. It is about letting people who have different opinions from you be heard. And uh, we should never, ever go against that. Whether it's Colin Kaepernick, whether it's Gabe Kapler, whether it's Steve Kerr, the Warriors coach who had some choice words as well after the terrible shooting incident in Texas. My point is people have a right to have a point of view no matter what job they have, no matter who are out there listening to them. They do. They're people. They're American citizens, and our military gives us that right. So always remember that. You don't have to agree, but you should agree that they have that right to express their opinion. Number two. What an unbelievable start for Mets rookie Nick Plummer. Are you kidding me? The left-handed hitting Plummer, who homered Sunday and Monday in his first two major league starts, what an incredible start to a career. His first home run tied a game. I mean, in the ninth inning. Are, are you kidding? Can you imagine getting up? and tying a game for your first hit in the big leagues. Um, And that's what he did. And then he followed that up with a home run in his second game. So coming into June 1st, Plummer had four hits in his first nine at-bats. And uh, what a great start. And it looks like whenever you get off to a start like that, you get people's attention. And who knows, this guy who was originally drafted by the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, is uh, a kid that might have something special here. If you're a Mets fan, you got to be thrilled. A rookie player comes up swinging a big bat, getting big hits early on, under pressure. It's a great start for Nick Plummer. It's a great story. Number three. Memorial Day was Monday, and it marks the start of summer and the end of the first two months of the baseball season. And as we look around and look at the division leaders, are they contenders or pretenders? We're going to go through them real quick. The Yankees have the best record coming into Wednesday night in baseball, 34-15, and 15, leading the AL East. The Twins, 30-21 and 21 with a comfortable lead over the White Sox, five games. The Astros added again, 32-18 and 18 with a five-game lead over the uh, Los Angeles Angels. So those are your three division leaders in the American League. In the National League, the Dodgers and the Mets have an identical winning percentage. Mets are 35-17, and 17, leading the NL East, which is incredible. No DeGrom, no Scherzer, both hurt. 
Coming into Wednesday night, the Mets have won eight of their last ten. In the Central, the Brewers, 32-19. and 19. They have a comfortable lead, uh, two and a half games over the Cardinals and nine and a half over the Pirates. And in the West, the Dodgers, a team that's loaded, leading the NL West, 33-16. and 16. Uh, Padres, without Tatis, 30-20, and 20, three and a half games back. But when you look at these six teams that all lead the divisions in baseball, hard to argue with them. They're all very good teams. Originally, I picked the Yankees and Padres to make it to the World Series. Still feel good about my pick, but the Dodgers are strong, and so are the Mets. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know, well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? Memorial Day is seen as a de facto line of demarcation for the baseball season, where the contenders start to separate from the pretenders. And it's also a great time to look at where players stand statistically to see if we could see some broken records by the time October rolls around. The league's home run leader, Aaron Judge. He's only the fifth Yankee ever with 18 homers in his first 46 games, joining some guys like Mantle, Ruth, and A-Rod. Now, Cleveland's Jose Ramirez joined his namesake Manny as the only players in franchise history who cracked the 50 RBI mark in the season's first 44 games, and the first to do so in MLB since Miguel Cabrera back in 2013 when he won the second of his back-to-back MVPs. Trey Turner and Paul Goldschmidt both having incredible months, each with dueling 20-plus game hit streaks. The first time we've seen a pair of players with 20 gamers at the same time since 2016. And how about Mariners rookie Julio Rodriguez, who, after a slow start, is now showcasing why he was one of baseball's top prospects. His 14 stolen bases lead the league. How about the last two rookies to lead the league in steals? Mike Trout in 2012 and Ichiro in 2001. That is some pretty select company. Then there's Mookie Betts, enjoying one of the greatest Mays in the history of the Dodgers franchise. His 12 home runs are tied with Roy Campanella in 1953 for the most in May, and he now leads the senior circuit with 15. Only Frank Robinson has ever won MVP in both leagues, and coupled with Mookie's 2018 MVP with Boston, he is one of the favorites to take home the title once again. It is going to be a fun summer. That ball is. It was a big week in the big leagues. Who's up? Who's up? I don't believe it. My oh my! Is it foul or is it fair? And now, from MLBBro.com, here's J.R. Gamble. The Astros are pitching lights out, sitting second in all of baseball in ERA and fourth in WHIP. J.R. Is it foul or is it fair to say that this is Dusty Baker's best chance for a World Series? Fair. It's a fair ball. Houston has won 21 of its last 29 games as they enter the month of June. They have a team ERA of 2.86 and opponents are batting just 221 against them. This might be the most formidable staff Dusty Baker has ever had. It bodes well for his World Series chances. They're 32-18, five games up on Mike Trout's Angels. The Astros continued their exceptional pitching on Tuesday night, shutting down the Oakland A's 3-1. And it wasn't 
Bregman or Altuve or Michael Brantley or Tucker that was the hero. It was unheralded Chaz McCormick who went three for four with his fifth homer and a couple of ribbies. Something special in the air out there in Houston. Michael Brantley's only batting 267, which is 30 points below his career average. So you know he'll heat up. In fact, Houston doesn't have a 300 hitter on the team. Jeremy Pena leads the team with a 281 batting average. Jeesh. Verlander, of course, leads the staff. And if he's healthy, there's few better aces in the game. The Astros are the definition of a team. They have exceptional veterans, hitters who have been through the wars of the postseason, survived the ultimate scandal, and still compete for titles, rings, and things every season. Dusty Baker has the Astros machine running. You give a veteran like Dusty a top-ranked pitching staff and some perennial all-stars to boot, and MLB, once again, we got a problem in Houston. All that Yankees talk is fine and dandy, but watch out for the strolls. Baker's boys are building something World Series special. Turn money into more money. Now it's time for Betting on the Bases with Dave Gascon. Love that money. Love that money. Hey, Rob, it should be a fun weekend of baseball. Mets and Dodgers is one series I'm going to stay away from. L.A. didn't look good against Pittsburgh a few days ago, but this should be a great contest between two of the best teams in the National League. San Francisco's in Miami against the Marlins. Alex Cobb, 3-2, the 573 ERA. San Francisco, despite the fact they're still behind the Dodgers, has played well this year, so I'm going to back them up as a road favorite. San Diego and Milwaukee. This should be a great pitching performance. Joe Musgrove for the Friars, 5 0 with a 186 ERA. Corbin Burns on their side, no slouch, 3 2 with a 195 ERA. I'm going to take the under between San Diego and Milwaukee. Last one of the night, Red Sox and A's from Oakland. Nathan Evaldi, 2 2 with a 377 ERA. Red Sox are still hanging around a little bit. They need to wake up. They're four games under 500, but they should fare well against Oakland in this road contest. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes 
to Voices That Glow, thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. All right, now let's welcome into the podcast a buddy of mine, a great writer, author Howard Bryant. Also, he's with Metal Lock. Welcome to the podcast. How you doing, Howard? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I'm very excited uh, to talk to you about your new book about Ricky Henderson, the Hall of Famer. One of the all-time great players could do so many things. Um, What inspired you to write about Ricky and tell us about the book? Well, the first thing that inspired me was Ricky's wife. It all started back in 2014 we were in Washington, D.C. at the Smithsonian at Hank Aaron's 80th birthday party. And Henry and I did an event on stage. And Ricky's wife, Pamela, came up to me and said, one day I want you to do for Hank Aaron, for my husband, what you did for Hank Aaron. And I was like, I didn't do anything for Hank Aaron. And Henry did everything for me. But that was the first thought where it was like, okay, maybe this is a project that I really want to take on. And I think that... I think two things really jumped out at me. One, you got to ask yourself these days, if you're a, a reader, how many baseball people out there do you think can actually carry a full biography? And you know, there, there are fewer than you, than you think. Um, and then the second thing was, how many guys do you think you could give a full treatment to without having half the damn book be about drugs? 
And so Ricky really jumped out at me. I love the time period. I love that period. It was the last great generation of, of black baseball players. It was the last generation where the game was really, really super athletic, where you had Omar Moreno and Tim Raines and Ricky and, and everybody, you know, where they actually stole bases. And I think the thing that I liked most about it, too, was that people don't realize it, but when Ricky came up, it really was the first, he was, in, he was that first decade of free agent player. And going back through the day by days, it's incredible how angry people were about these players making six, seven hundred thousand dollars They don't bat an eye today when guys are making $30 million a year. And so I wanted to really get into that period, too, where this is the beginning of the money generation, of the free agent generation, where the players are now the signature faces of their franchises and, and money is central to the game. The thing you just mentioned uh, about when guys stole bases and obviously Ricky Henderson uh, considered the uh, greatest leadoff hitter and base runner, and he just did so many things, of course, all-time major league record for uh, career stolen bases, uh, runs, unintentional walks, and uh, leadoff home runs. What, what, What do you think, Ricky... Uh, is it the stolen bases? Is it the leadoff home runs? What do you think um, people identify most with with Ricky Henderson? Well, it's funny. It depends on depends on Ricky's time. Depends on if you saw him play. Depends on when you came up, and depends on what you remember about him. I think, I've, and it depends on if you're from Oakland. I mean, if you're if you're a West Coaster and you come up from you know the Bay. Ricky is just an electric figure. He is the guy that you remember really bringing you to the game. And I think one of the things that I found really fascinating about working on the book was that here's a player when he came up who really did offend the sensibilities of so many people in baseball, that he was the epitome of everything that was wrong with the game. I think people don't realize or remember how truly disliked he was as a player and yet, by the end of his career, he's the grandfatherly one. He's the one everyone wants to tell stories about. He's the one everybody's telling all these tales, these tall tales about. It's a great story about a personality arc. And suddenly, he goes from, over the course of a career, the guy who was one of the most disliked players in the game, despite his greatness, to this combination of Satchel Page and Yogi Berra, where people can't help but tell stories about him. Um, to answer the question, though, I think... I think what you take away from Ricky the most was, at least for me, Rob, was for all the talk about what Ricky was and what Ricky wasn't and did Ricky, you know, play and play hard and the rest of it. This guy absolutely obliterated the record book. And that's the thing that really drew me to him, that we spent so much time about who Ricky was without spending that much time on what Ricky did. And it was really the analytics guys. It was the numbers guys who really began to revive Ricky. When you start to look at just what he was as a performer, my goodness. I mean, I was talking to Billy Bean about it one day and he was like, if Ricky was playing today, he's in the Mike Trout category. You couldn't pay him enough. Our guest is Howard Bryant, author and baseball writer. And he has a new book about, 
Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson, and you were talking about the numbers and, and the analytics people, of course, loving him. But Ricky, for people who don't know, is the only player in history of the game to surpass uh, a combination of uh, 3,000 hits, 2,000 runs, and 2,000 walks, and not Babe Ruth or Ty Cobb or Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, or Aaron, uh, Hank Aaron. Yeah, man, and then add, add 1,000 stolen bases on top of that. Nobody's right. touching him. No, with the 1,000 stolen bases, he's in a class by itself. <laughs> but those numbers are impressive, and the names that we talk about, of course, Ricky was a first ballot Hall of Famer in 2009. I don't think there's any denying. For me, all you need, if you have 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, or 300 wins, you automatically get my vote. I don't think anybody ever thought he would not uh, be that guy with 3,000 hits especially. And he won an MVP. Uh, he also uh, won a couple of World Series with the uh, A's in 89 and the Blue Jays in 93. Let me ask you about his stint in New York with the Yankees. What did, what did you get from him about that time and about New York and what that was like for Ricky? Well, I think the biggest thing about that was, number one is Billy Martin. I think that the relationship between Ricky and Billy, obviously it started in Oakland. And right. they're both from the Bay. You know, Billy was from Berkeley. Ricky's from North Oakland, right down the street from each other. And it had been Billy who was telling Ricky in Oakland all these years, that you're never going to be the player that you're supposed to be in terms of recognition until you come to New York. You need to be a Yankee. And it was, it was Billy that made that happen. And I remember that I was in high school when, when Ricky got there at 85. And you're, thinking that, you're looking at this lineup, and you're like, they're never going to lose. you got Ricky, Baylor, Don Baylor, Dave Winfield, Don Mattingly. And you're thinking this team is going to dominate. And it never happened. And over time, you look at this, and it's really interesting. It was one of the things that I really wanted to go back and examine because the Derek Jeter Yankees really did rehabilitate George Steinbrenner, that he became, he became the grandfatherly, gruff, tough love guy who put all of his money back into his team and the boss just wanted to win, which is completely different from the boss that people remember of the 1980s horrible, destructive owner who really kept that team down, who was responsible for so much of the dysfunction to the point where the New York Yankees won more games than any team in the 1980s. And yet during Winfield and Ricky's time and Mattingly's time never even got to the World Series. They got to one of them in 1981, but in the, the, the rest of the decade, they never got there. And so to me, the thing about that was Ricky put up amazing numbers, but New York really did undermine him. New York really hurt him in a lot of ways. It showed that he was a superstar player and could play on the big stage, but he didn't win, just like Winfield didn't win. And people look at you, if you don't win in New York, that makes you a loser. And so what that did was it really did turn Ricky from the electric guy who was the, the, the engine, the, the great player, to here's a guy who's a malcontent, who fakes injuries, who puts up big numbers, yeah, but he's not a winner. And that is what really drove Ricky when we get into 1989, when he goes crazy in the playoffs in 89 and then wins the MVP the next year. That New York period, as disappointing as it was for Ricky, really did set up some of the greatest baseball any of us have ever seen, 1989 to 1991. Our guest is author Howard Bryant. He has a new book coming out called Ricky. 
The Life and Legend of an American Original, which comes out uh, June 7th, so you want to grab that for sure. Uh, any last thoughts of uh, that you came out of the book with that maybe people just didn't know about Ricky uh, Henderson? Um, yeah, I think, Rob, I think two big things came out. I think one is that for all the talk about you know, guys playing and not playing. Ricky was ahead of his time. Today, load management is a thing. And back then, Ricky took care of his body. When you think about the players back then, you know, you're supposed to play every single day. And the guys that did, they ran themselves into the ground. Ricky understood that this game was a business. He didn't make a lot of friends at the time. But in retrospect, I think he's vindicated for what he did. And then the other thing is, is that as a player, as a, as a guy for as much fun and, and, and anecdotal, uh, stories as people have for him, Ricky had real trouble reading. And it made me look at the stories and how people treated him as if he were unintelligent very differently, realizing that Ricky was terrific in math. But Mike Norris told me the story that when they were in, in Jersey City in AA in 1978, he essentially had to teach Ricky how to read during the, during that season. Incredible story, incredible man. Love watching Ricky Henderson. And I do remember those Yankee days. I was a kid in New York as well growing up. And uh, the Mets were the big team that, during that time when Ricky, That's you know, right. in those uh, 80s. The Mets had all the back pages. The Yankees were a secondary uh, back during that time. Uh, Howard Bryant is our guest. One last thing. I was on the baseball network for the Hall of Fame. Oh, and yes, of course, you were. And yes, yes, and I made a big stink on there uh, because I thought the writers who have generally gotten it right got it wrong when it came to Bonds and Clemens, and you had a bone to pick with me. I'd love to hear your argument. Well, my argument is I was watching you on the air. Always good to see you on the air, but I was like, come on now. We were put as baseball writers – in the worst possible position that we could have been put in on every other issue in baseball, whether it came to Pete Rose, whether it came to the Black Sox, we had been given guidance on how to vote. And then when it came to the steroid era, they stuck it to us. Baseball punted the responsibility to decide who was and who wasn't a user to us. And I think in general, my attitude had been if Barry Bonds got in, he earned it. And if he didn't get in, he also earned it. And I feel the same way about Clemens, and I feel the same way about all the other guys of that era. And I felt like you were—I felt like you were being way too hard on on the writers. Because what are we supposed to do? I mean, the, well, you know, you my, were covering my, my during big... that time period. You knew exactly what we all went through. You saw Tony Larusa try to get Steve Wilstein fired. These guys were trying to get—you know—they were lying to us, to our faces. And but, yeah, but there are going to be guys who got voted in. Yeah, there was absolutely selective justice. Yes, there are going to be people who were like, well, how do you vote David Ortiz in? Because he was a nice guy, you know, but he had the same see, steroid see. clouds hanging over him as Alex Rodriguez, even though he didn't. Alex Rodriguez actually admitted he was using. Well, but, well, but still, but still, that's my argument is I, I'm for if we're going to do everybody. So your default was just yes, and my default was was not yes. Yeah, my, my thing is I, we already have guys in. I was in Detroit when Pudge. Rodriguez came back from the offseason 40 pounds lighter uh, and 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 he's in the Conseco book and 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 I can go on and on and on and yet he was a first ballot Hall of Famer I just don't like you vote for, for, Pudge? It to, for it to be selective I did vote for Pudge and my, my point is 
Uh, he was never suspended. He never got bu- busted. And if baseball is going to count the numbers, who am I to say that I shouldn't vote? For, I shouldn't vote for them. Now, if you get busted and suspended, then that's different. I can look at that and say, Manny, Manny Ramirez, you got busted twice or three times while you were in the game. I cannot vote for him despite his numbers and how great he is. But it's hard for me to look at somebody who hasn't been and then. Uh, not vote for them. So, all right, we're going to yeah. have another debate with you, man. I would love Absolutely. To that strikes me as a bit of a contradiction, but you know where to find me. We can keep this going. We'll do it. His name is Howard Bryant, one of the best baseball writers in the country. His book, Ricky, uh, comes out June 7th. Grab it. Thanks, Howard. Appreciate you. Hey, my pleasure, man. Thank you. Now bring in the closer. Rock one. Rock Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA, and it isn't even close. Reason number 555 why baseball is better than the NBA and the NFL, and it's because baseball doesn't forget its legends, and it celebrates its legends, and I love that. We all know about Jackie Robinson. We know about Hank Garen. And on Thursday, it's all about Lou Gehrig and his legacy. That's right. Major League Baseball will celebrate its second annual day in honor of Lou Gehrig. The Hall of Famer died June 2nd, 1941, after a battle of ALS, which the disease has become widely known as Lou Gehrig's disease. But uh, clubs will host ceremonies at their ballparks on Thursday, many of which will include participation by the ALS community with ceremonial first pitches. Each team will also display a four dash ALS. That was of course, Lou Gehrig's number logos in his ballparks. While all players, managers, and coaches will wear a special Lou Gehrig day patch on their uniforms, which uh, will have the, uh, for ALS. So again, baseball does not forget its own. Baseball always looks to celebrate its legends and let people know the legacy that they left behind. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com Slash iHeart. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.